Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality, and I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Money can't buy your class. Money can't buy your class. Elegance is learned, my friends. Elegance is learned. Oh, yeah. Money can't buy you class, and it can't even buy you an interview with Luanne de Lesseps. But luckily, my chat with Lou was 100% free, and it was fabulous. Today on the podcast, it's an OG of the New York Housewives. And if you're a fan, you have seen her through two marriages, two divorces, two falls, one arrest, one pirate, one eggs de la Francaise, a Pandora station, and so much more. I sat down with Lou Ann while she was out here in L.A. performing her cabaret show, and as usual, she did not disappoint. You are going to find out a lot of good stuff today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Countess speaking. Hi, Lisa. This is The Countess speaking. You have arrived. I can't believe it. You have arrived, woman. You have arrived. I'm, so I'm going to set the scene for everybody. I'm at Lou's Hotel. We won't say where. Somewhere beautiful in Beverly Hills. And she's lounging in this gorgeous red dress with her Chanel. And by the way, did you notice my statement necklace in your eye? I honor? love it. And it's the colors that I love. I love um, it's the, the turquoise. Aqua, yeah, exactly. Aquamarine kind of but, turquoise. Well, you're looking very Beverly Hills, Lou. Right. And your with Chanel. My, with my Chanel pearls. You know that I bought these pearls at Chanel on Rodeo Drive because. Oh, did you? Because I said, you know what? I deserve a gift to myself. Hell so, yes. So I, and you know what? I wear them all the time. Do you? Yeah. It's your new, it's the it's new, my new statement. Necklace. It is. It's a different, <laughs> it's dangling. We'll take, we'll post the picture with it so people can see oh, okay. how nice and relaxing. When we're in Victoria's room, this is very uh, family. It's like the whole Dillaseps family all together. Yes. Victoria came out with me. We actually went to Deepak Chopra for a week when we first got to Los Angeles, which was amazing because, you know, I haven't really done a mother daughter trip, just the two of us. So, I said to her, I'm a big yoga and meditation person. So I said to her, let's go to Chopra for a week. And she's like, I'm down for that. And then uh, then we'll come back to L.A. and I'll do my show and uh, do a little Steve Harvey. And then we'll be back to New York. Yeah, you are doing the whirlwind. So before mm. we dig in, I'm so excited. So I always start by saying how I know my guests. And you and I actually go back. I was trying to remember. I think it's like five years or so. Uh -huh. We met because, do you remember how we met? I forgot. We met through Rob Shooter. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> when we rode on the bus. Of course. Now I remember. Exactly. It's coming back to me, honey. Coming back. So we, um, I was shooting a sizzle reel for uh, a show with Rob. It was very fun, kind of like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous meets Gossip Table. And you were kind enough to do our, what's called a sizzle reel, like our presentation. Mm -hmm. And we went to the Hamptons and we had so <laughs> much fun. You remember you baked cookies? Yeah. And we went on the boat. Went on the boat. Rob yeah. was wearing a life jacket. <laughs> and you were like taking oh. control. You knew exactly what you were doing. Yeah. And then you guys, and you got your PJs. Do you remember you tucked him in reading from the Countess Matters Oh, that's book? right. That is so funny. I forgot about all I that. I know. And My then gosh. for the piece de resistance, you did the uh, Money Can't Buy You class on the video app. Uh-huh. That oh, that's right. Wow. I have that somewhere too. Oh my God. It was great. fun. You were a great sport. Oh, thanks. I love that house. You were, I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, and it photographs house. very well on TV too. Right. Like, with looks the, good. With the back, with the yeah. lake and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I that, mean, that was an amazing lunch that I had with Dorinda and Sonia, wasn't what? it? What? the hell yeah. was going on so so how much alcohol is consumed at these lunches <laughs> let's get right well, to it well you know uh there's always alcohol involved you know there's always wine you know look i you know i spent my young adult life in europe so you know the 
lunch requires a little bit of, you know, of course, Ramona brought her Pinot Grigio. Is it any good? It's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. It's not, you know, it's not the most incredible wine. But And it's, when she brings it, you have to drink it? It's passable. So well, it's, I don't drink white wine, so. You do rosé. I'm rosé. Okay. Rosé all day. Rosé all the <laughs> Not <it>. anymore. <laughs> now, did you, uh, yeah, exactly. Not anymore. Now it's bottled water and Coke, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Yeah, yeah. Diet Coke. So I, can, Diet I can attest to the fact that she is <laughs> drinking a non-alcoholic <laughs> beverage. So with that lunch, just because you brought it up, because it was so crazy. This is the lunch where Dorinda said something like, blah, 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 no. and drunk, drunk. She went off on Sonicor thing. Right. And so basically the bottom line was that you have no idea how much worse a death is than a divorce. Right. Pain is pain though. I mean, you know, Sonia had a tremendous pain because, you know, her husband married somebody else and you know, that must've been rough and it was one of her best friends. So how did you take what Ramona said and her testimonial? Because it really seemed like Ramona said, well, the reason I didn't defend Sonia is because she's told me things in confidence. So the implication was that because she, she, you were meant to think she told me she cheated on her husband, which is why I couldn't defend her. Right, right. Is no, that, are we no. looking into it too yeah, much? Yeah, too much. That's not, that's not true. We're, you know, Sonia would never say that. Now, you know, did she cheat on her husband? I don't know the answer to that question. And it's none of my business to tell you the truth. But, you know, it's, it, the point is, is that it was very painful for Sonia and she, you know, lost her husband and, you know, Dorinda's husband died. So, you know, it's a loss and, you know, I'm not comparing them by any means. Um, but I just think that she was not considering Sonia's feelings at all. And, and she went bananas on her for, you know, no apparent reason other than, you know, thinking that, you know, Sonia was trying to, you know, one up her or something, you know. Well, I think there were residual feelings. Yeah. Like, and oh, I for think, sure. And you, were, you definitely seem this season like the only one on Sonia's side, I got to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do have her back because Sonia's an old friend. She doesn't have a mean bone in her body, unlike some people I know. And, um, and so <laughs> I just know that she's been going through a lot. She's, you know... She had that case, court case where she lost, you know, $7 million and, you know, now she's giving up her townhouse and, you know, it's, there's, she's got a lot going on. And so, um, I just felt she needs a girlfriend. She needs a big sister more than anything. But you guys have had your <clears throat> rocky past too. Sure. Like, yeah, I mean, you've been through it. Yeah. You know, Tom was always in the middle of that one, but um, <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> what was your take on like, so what now, I mean, we'll get into Tom, but, but as far as the Sonia of it all. Now that you've kind of like have some distance of it, like what was actually their relationship? Well, I think they were fuck buddies. Fuck buddies. Okay, yeah. so like we can say that on your show. I don't know. We can say it. And yeah. so, did Sonia try to make it seem like it was anything more than fuck buddies? I think I think that she would have liked it to be more than that, and so I think that's why she was so hurt, um, and that's why you know she behaved the way she did in terms of you know it's always being about you know her and whatever, especially knowing that I was going to marry Tom, et cetera. You know, I, uh, you know, all the red flags were there for me. I just didn't want to see them because I was just, you know, blindly in love. So what can I tell you? Is that, so you said before, I think with the count, you met him and you got engaged like a week, three weeks later or something. Yeah. Well, we got married after two weeks. Okay. So, (laughs) so you jump in full force. Yeah. You know, it's kind of how I roll. I, um, I, um, I just believe in love at first sight. I really do. I'm a hopeless romantic. And it happened to me the first time like that. So with Tom, it happened again. And I thought, first of all, we didn't get engaged until after four months. And then we didn't get married for another, you know, eight months or nine months after that. So I had time, plenty of time compared to my first marriage. So I thought, oh, that'll give me time. 
And then, you know, of course, in the interim, he, you know, went out and cheated on me. So that that was a big red flag. And um, <laughs> how did you get past that? Like when we saw, you know, in Mexico, right? It was Mexico where Miami, Miami, Bethany sorry, where Bethany Miami, in the yeah. hotel room. Don't yeah. let it be about Tom. It's about Tom. Right. And we saw you like real emotion. You were sick yeah. to your stomach. Yeah. Tell me like emotionally, because we don't, I don't care about Tom, honestly, no offense. Right. <laughs> but nobody like, does. Exactly. So, so I really just want to know about you and like how you processed that and how you went on from that. Well, listen, I, you know, I felt like I was sucker punched and I, um, I didn't know what happened. Then I found out like the details, you know, it was an ex-girlfriend, somebody he knows it was, you know, I'm sure her trying to get back in and, and, and Tom being out and about, um, you know, at the famed Regency and, um, you know, he, you know, not only kissed her, he made out with her, you know, so it was, you know, there was no, he slept in the bed that night. He came home that night. So I know there was nothing more. So I chose to forgive him for a mistake that he made, which was to, you know, to do what he did. And I decided I wasn't going to let a kiss ruin my entire future with him. You know, I just, so you, I'm a forgiver. You are, you are very forgiving. I'm but did you, did you person. think that it was an isolated incident? I did think it was isolated. And I, cause I know Tom loved me very much and he didn't, had never asked anybody to marry him in his life. You know, he's a bachelor. So I think that, you know, I thought to myself, look, he wants to marry me. He loves me. I know he loves me, you know, but it was a major character flaw in retrospect. I mean, right. it was really, I mean, I was too soon to forgive. I think, I think I should have waited longer, but anyway, I should have, would have, could have, I don't live like that. that. Right. So I and decided think- to forgive me. You know, if you can't forgive the people who you love, who can you forgive? Right. And when you said he loved you, and I think obviously he did, why yeah. would he, he gets nothing out of, you know what I mean? Yeah, like no. he doesn't need you in terms of right. like, he's not getting your money or oh, anything. Oh, he's got out. plenty of women running after that's him. That's what I'm saying. Sure. So in terms of the love, do you think, and maybe this is going too deep, but do you think that he's got an intimacy issue where he can't truly be intimate with anyone? Because he's like 50 something. He turned 50 on our wedding night. Right. And I mean, yeah. you know, that's those terminal bachelors, you do start to worry like, is there a defect I think, You know what? I think he always, I think he wanted to get married. He just never found the right woman to marry. I mean, he never felt that strongly about anybody. And, and, um, and he wanted to marry me. And, you know, I think there was the, also that he'd never been married. I think it was kind of on his bucket list of, Hey man, I'm going to be 50. This is it. <laughs> you know, right. it's probably my last chance for romance. I mean, I don't know. And, uh, but I just think he, he's an eternal bachelor. And I don't think he's the marrying kind because he just loved his single life so much. Because well, he, he never on, gave it up. <laughs> he kept on doing it. Right. That's and did that, did you think, were you sort of that school of like, once I lock him down for the wet, like, I get no, it. I, you know, I thought that he would, he already had changed, you know, from being with me. He had okay. changed. Um, but then he kind of went back to where he was comfortable. Do you know what I mean? I think he behaved for a while and then kind of really just became who he really is. And... You know, and I um, blindly, you know, overlooked it really to to go on and marry him and um, chose to forgive him. And, you know, um, did you have any contact with his family? Like, what did they say? I'm always curious. Does he have a sister or brother? Did they say Lou? They didn't say anything. I mean, they really didn't say anything. I I really don't know. We never talked about it. Wow. Interesting. Never talked about it. And what did your kids think? Oh God! <laughs> My son started crying. I mean, oh, yeah, he really, was like, Mom? How can you? I mean, anyway, Aww. it was it was a rough one. He didn't really ever, you know, um, warm up that much to Tom. What um, about Victoria? And Victoria always, you know, Victoria is great because she um, 
she was non-judgmental and she stood by me and supported me on whatever decision I made. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Very, very mature. She is very mature. Wow. How old is she now? 23. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, you know, yeah. especially yeah. for their 23 mom. 23 and Noel's 21 now. So. Okay. So post, post time, <laughs> PT. Yeah. Um, was it once you guys decided to split? Well, first of all, it seems like once you got married, things went downhill quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then did you have it? I mean, you're sort of like you're a survivor. You stick with things. I'm assuming you tried everything I did to try to make it work. What was the final straw where you said, like, I can't, this is not worth it? Well, the final straw was that, you know, after many things that happened, um, he went out once again and he went to without me after the end of an evening. And I wanted to go to bed and we had another couple staying with us. And he goes, I'm going out. I'm like, well, what do you mean you're going out? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we were, weird. We had such a long day. I was exhausted. <laughs> right. We had been to a dinner party. I'd yeah. been just it was um Super Saturday. I did Jill Zarin's event that day. I was with Mary Soul Patton from Miami and her boyfriend was with Tom. Anyway, and then we had a dinner party that night. I was by eleven, I was wiped out, and you know, he wanted to go out. And I was like, No, I I don't want to go out. So he went by himself. And he ran into an old girlfriend, of course. And um, then the girl, he didn't see her anymore. She was with a group of people. And so he called her to find out where they had left. So and how did you find this out? Page six called me the next day. Oh shit. So they were tracking everything. <laughs> they had like a GPS on yeah, top. Yeah, they had a GPS on top. <laughs> anyway, so, so he go he calls the girl and I'm not even going to say her name and he calls her up and, um, she's with these friends at Murph's, you okay. know, in Sag Harbor. Okay. Oh, and, oh, oh it's out in Sag Harbor. And, um, and uh, he goes, where are you guys? You know, and so her girlfriend hears it's Tom. So she goes, oh, my God, he's still in love with you. So he goes and he meets them all over there. Right. And he doesn't come home what, at all. And was well, that no, no, no. Listen, I woke up in the morning. He was in bed. Okay. <laughs> but I went down to have a coffee and Victoria was in the kitchen making a coffee. She said, Ma, and she got home at seven because her boyfriend gets up early to go to work. So she comes home. She stays over and then he goes to work and she comes home. So she goes, I just got to tell you that his car wasn't here when I got here. And she got in at seven. Yeah. So oh. he must have come maybe 730 because I got up at like 8, 830. And that was it for me. I was like, okay, that's it. And it was, was that like the, the final straw after, after watching on television, I didn't know that he said to this woman, it's like a dog with yeah, a leash. Right. I didn't know that it was on the other side of the room. Right. So right, all right, these right. things I learned on the show, like. He tried to take his mic off. D-Mike. D-Mike. He tried to, uh, then he, 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 what else did he do? I mean, it was just endless. Yeah. Endless. And so humiliating. Very so, disrespectful. So this, this, is the incident you're describing, was that right before the reunion? Was that when you said he slept yes. at a hotel last yes. night? Okay. That was it. That was it. Wow. And so what's the deal now? No, no, no. I went to film. That was it for me, but I didn't pull the, the you know, the, the, the plug until right. after the reunion because I didn't. I didn't want to talk about that on the radio. No, I get it. And I didn't, it was always about Tom on the show. So I didn't want to talk about it. So I was like, you know what? After the reunion, I'm going to divorce him. Right. My, but I didn't say it to anybody. So you're finding out for the first time. This is big. This is breaking news. Did you, after you did it, mm -hmm. did you feel still emotionally connected to him? Or no, I was like, so. You were done. Over. Over. 
But then, you know, you remember the guy that got stuck in the rock, so he had to cut his arm off to save the rest of his body. That's what I had to do. 127 days. I had to. But yours to was, I think, my, less. All right, seven months. <laughs> Whatever seven that months. is, I can't. It's no, 127 to, days is yeah, less than seven months. That's right. Okay, so you're better at math than me, Lynn. Yeah. Okay. So clearly, uh, yeah, exactly. That's not my strong point. So Tom, we we're done. We don't text. We don't see him. Like don't like the arm is off. I went to Switzerland. That was it. I got on a plane to go Switzerland. At yeah. that point, I had photographers in my bushes outside of my house. Wow. So and I was like, I have to get out of town. I mean, I just couldn't hold my head up high. And, right. And, you know, I just had to go. Right. But I feel like everyone got it. Right. Yeah. I mean, because no one. I mean, it wasn't a big surprise. It wasn't a surprise. And everyone warned you. And it was interesting that you said to Bethany. Uh, you were fucking you right. You were fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And she loved that. Yeah. Well, of course she loved it. Anyway, yeah. I mean, they tried. I mean, you know how yeah. it is. You have to make your own mistakes in life. And yeah. just, you know, and do, you know, you have to learn from your own mistakes. I mean, you, you know, so. Well, and also if in the scheme of your life and you live many lives so far, like, you know what I mean? Chapters. Yeah. It's a blip on the screen, honestly. Right. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like you spent the good part of 12 years with yeah, him. Yeah, and we don't have children. And, no you know, kids. there was no, there was a prenup. There was nothing. It was easy peasy. Never right? have to speak to him again. Right. right. So we don't have to go deep into Palm Beach and we won't, but, but. You know, everybody knows what happened over Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so, like, were feelings brought back up again there that you didn't expect? You know, when I arrived in Palm Beach, you know, and I, I told you I was going to a wedding in Chile. So I decided to go to Palm Beach to stay with my brother who lives in Jupiter. Um, so I wasn't really planning on spending any time in Palm Beach. And then I had the, you know, the idea of staying with a girlfriend I used to live with in Milan 25 years ago, um, stay with her for two nights and then go to Jupiter and not even see anybody in Palm Beach. I didn't want to be social. Uh, that I, I think the out? most anti-social place you can go is jail, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta, yes. Anyway. Oh, you're killing it's me. It's like the craziest thing. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> huh, huh, um, so that's what happened. I went down there and, you know, and I just, uh, I felt really bizarre, um, from the get-go, I must say. I hadn't been back there since I got married. I didn't think it would affect me, but it really did affect me. And I, um, you know, as you know, I um, I wasn't down there drinking, woe is me. I was, you know, having, having too much of a good time. And, and then, you know, until it wasn't, you know, drinking wasn't working for me anymore. It was just, you know, uh, hair of the dog became, you know, every day. And then hair of the dog didn't work anymore. And it just was like, I don't even feel good after this, you know? Right. So it was a problem and I knew that I was self-medicating basically and I wanted to go to a cure and I even talked to Bethany about it on the show this season you'll see in the Berkshires. Really? She asked me to go to a spa and I said, I really need to go. I really need to like just dry out, you know? And uh, until, you know, it landed me in jail. I mean, and you know, believe me, I'm nothing, I'm nothing to be proud of. I was totally, uh, felt totally humiliated and um, it was, you know, an awful thing to go through, but you know, that's when, uh, that was my wake up call where I said, you know, if you can't control yourself in front of a police officer, you know, then you need to do something about that. So I, that's why I decided to go to rehab. What was rehab like? I loved rehab. It was the best. It was, it <laughs> Sounds was, like a lot of fun. It was so good. I mean, it's group therapy and, you know, just seeing that <clears throat> so many people have the same problem that you do. It's just you know, was it uh, weird for you mm. kind of being a celebrity opening up to strangers? Yeah, you know, so a lot of people knew who I was and whatever, but um, I didn't let that bother me. I just, because I'm a person just like everybody else, you know, and um, I don't consider myself a celebrity. But anyway, so I um, 
group therapy, yoga, you know, um, they had meditation chairs, um, you know, a gym, you know, a swimming pool with the sun because it was freezing in New York. So I was thrilled to be in Florida. Right. Perfect. Um, you know, and they just therapy and, you know, um, what was your biggest takeaway? Like emotionally, what's the biggest thing that came out of it for you that you realized that you didn't know before? I realized I married my, my, um, partner in crime, really, you know, we loved to party. <laughs> you married your enabler. I mean, I married my enabler. We love to party, that's boy. That's that was. Oh yeah, I learned that, and I learned also that I had a car accident many years ago in Switzerland with my children, and I never got treated for it. And it was a very bad car accident where you know we tumbled down the mountainside with um, with my children in the car in the back seat. Oof. And we landed on the roof, fell down a mountainside. And, you know, um, it's a miracle that we didn't get hurt and we survived. But anyway, I realized through therapy that I had PTSD from that, that I never addressed. Because all those years ago, it was like, you know, 18 years ago, you know, we didn't know what PTSD was, you know. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. I was waking up at the same time every night at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, wow. I had the fear of like a primal fear, like of an animal you know, if you were to, to see somebody hunting you down, that kind of fear that came out of nowhere. So I really had bad post-traumatic um, stress. So I didn't know what to do. That must it. have been... A, and like I was a, living in the Swiss Alps, so I didn't have, you know... Right, there weren't therapists around. Doctors and good doctors yeah. and things. And, you know, um, so... Was that... I lived with it, you know, right. and I started taking Xanax to sleep. And that was the only thing that helped me. So. Wow. So that must have been a lot to come through now. Like it must have been. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I realized a lot about myself and through the therapy. So, you know, let me tell you, all of my friends, they were like, what are you doing? So how is it? And I was like, well, I have yoga and meditation and, you know, <laughs> and massage and, you know, the pool and, you know, and, uh, you know, there's nurses and they're like, oh, my God, we want to go there. <laughs> right. Because the we holidays, you know, the holidays, it's like Christmas, New Year, you know, you're just partying all the time. Yeah. And uh, the, everybody's exhausted, you know? So I was really, I took care of myself. And I, I spent New Year's Eve by myself in rehab, not knowing anybody, and being totally okay with that because I felt safe. And that was your anniversary, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow, that's intense. Yeah. Are you all or nothing now, or can you have a few drinks? Like I, You know, I don't drink just because I feel better not drinking. Physically. I feel so much better. I lost eight pounds, too. You look phenomenal. I mean, I mean, not that you needed to lose a pound. Well, but like, no, I did, didn't need your to lose. Body I got, I got chubby control. with Tom. I gained did 10 you? Well, because well, I, I was drinking you, a lot. Like this. I was drinking right. a lot. <laughs> right, right, right. I was right. drinking all the time. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so it was really the best thing I could have ever done for myself. And I'm so glad, you know, too bad it took prison, to <laughs> jail to make me wake up, but it didn't make me wake up. And today I'm I'm grateful for it. But believe me, I wasn't grateful then. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone says you need the rock bottom sometimes. Yeah. Well, I hit rock bottom. That's for sure. Were your castmates there for you? Did everyone reach you out? No, they were incredible. I got to say. Really? They were all really very supportive. And Even new. Carol? Even Carol. I mean, Carol. I mean, no. Not, <laughs> not Carol. Not in the very beginning, but she comes around. She's, she's, uh, she's got, you guys have your issues. Yeah. You've never really been able to plow through. Well, you know, when you screw somebody's chef who happened to go out with your niece. Uh, okay. Let's listen to we, me. Let's go there for a second though. So, because 
and, I she's, never, and she knew my niece. So, I well, mean, that's yeah. the thing. Like, was it over when they started? No, they were still seeing each other. They were still hooking up, like they call it. Okay, so in your mind, it wasn't over, and Carol was no, basically and it like wasn't over. And Nicole's stealing him. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, nobody, you don't can't steal right. him. The man goes willingly. Right. Of course. Right. So I'm not blaming it on Carol. I'm just saying um, that it was not very thoughtful. It was very thoughtful. What do you think of Adam? And I don't give a shit now. I mean, I don't care. Right. It's also I really don't care. It's like so, yeah, yeah. yesterday. And I'm not somebody who dwells on the past. Right. It's just like cheating cheating when you're engaged. Right. You know, you don't do it. Right. There's certain things you don't do in life. Girl code. Girl code. Yeah. Um, What do you think of Adam? (laughs) Not much. Her her face is saying not much. (laughs) I find him. I mean, I'm never going to have Carol on. So I'll say I find him. Oh, interesting. He's a user. Well, he, he slept on my niece's for? couch for six months. Yeah. And then he hopped on Carol's couch. Right. Well, uh, the one that needs to be reupholstered or was exactly. reupholstered. Exactly. <laughs> the, the couch couch. <laughs> that needs to be reupholstered. <laughs> I love it. He, I just think he seems late. Like, he just bores me. I don't know. He just doesn't seem... He is boring. He doesn't seem that exciting. No, he's not. It's like, and if you make that, that kind of food, I just can't. <laughs> right. Can't. All of it just seems boring. Carol, who eats, you know, donuts and ding-dongs and it's potato hysterical. chips. Of course she does. And she's of course she does. And she looks... When she weighs one pound, we hate that. We hate her. For I that. love it. Now, do you guys make it through your issues that we're seeing now? Um, hold on, we're standing by. Lou's getting a breaking news text. No, no, because uh, <laughs> right now, Victoria, that's a, it's it, actually what I'm looking at is an Instagram story of Victoria yesterday with James Kennedy, who's James remixing, Kennedy. who's remixing uh, Money Can't Buy You Class. Oh, stop, it's a collab, yeah. it's a collab, yeah, it's a collaboration, it's official. Oh my god, this is exciting! I know, right? Pasta. Lots of breaking news here. This is very exciting. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know how to get through that. Um, so Carol, do you guys get through your stuff? Spoiler alert, or is it still just like you're... Carol and I come to an agreement? Okay, what. I know you can't tell, like, I know we have to watch, but everyone knows there's a boat trip where things go crazy. South. What can you tell us without getting in trouble? Well, I mean, it was it was just a really bad day on this high seas. <laughs> Let's put it that <laughs> Let's way. Let's put it that way. Where were you? Can you say where yeah, you were going? I mean, you know, Bethany was filming the whole thing, of course. Um, oh Ramona, Ramona was crying because she was um, afraid that she wouldn't be able to swim in those high waves. Oh, my God. Carol was vomiting. And uh, Dorinda was looking for life vests. So that gives you an idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I was on the floor just trying to hang on for dear life. Stop. I love it. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. All right. So I'm in this Facebook group where um, it's like a housewives group. And everybody, I said, I'm interviewing the Countess. Send me your questions. So I got oh. lots of questions. Oh, okay. So, you know, some are, you know how people are. <laughs> so right. bear with well, us. Well, just skip the ones that I'm I don't say, like. The ones that I know you won't even go, <clears throat> yeah. I will, I will. Okay, this is like, these are the innocuous ones. So Casey Paulson asks, do you watch any of the other Real Housewives series? If so, which is your favorite? Um, Beverly Hills. You love it. Yeah, Who's I your like favorite Beverly Housewife? Hills. Um, I like Lisa Renna. I like Lisa Vanderpump. I like all Own the Lisas. It, baby. <laughs> I love Lisa Renna. She did the podcast last year. She's uh-huh. so cute. Yeah, she's, she's have you, you've met her in real life. Yeah, she's, we had lunch while I was here. Uh, you, you, she's tiny next to you. She must be. She's yeah, she's tiny next to me even. Tiny. I know. Um, okay. Please ask about the, the Halloween costume. You, oh my God. I felt bad for you. I did not mean to, I, of course <laughs> I love Diana Ross. I did not mean to offend anyone, obviously. And oh you know God. what? I was just really tan. You were just really tan. I just really tan. Um, are you still hula hooping? <laughs> hula hooping? Yes, yes, of course. I love my hula hoop. But like you have one at your house? And of course I have. I love a hula hoop. It's great exercise. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. Okay. Um, 
If you could, oh, there's a good one. If you could bring back one former New York housewife or another housewife from from the franchise, who would you pick? Jill Zarin. What is she gonna? I feel like she's coming back. I feel like she's poised for a come. Even Bethany said she should come back. Yeah, I don't know. I you don't, don't know. think. I don't know. I hope you know, but you never know. Is she the one who brought you in originally? <laughs> yes. Jill Zarin is the one who got me on The Housewives. So. so I, way back when I started the podcast, I interviewed Jen O'Connell, who used to work with Shed. Do you remember Jen? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, so she told me kind of the origin stories of Manhattan Moms. Yes, yes. And so, was did you have any idea what you were getting into back no. when? <laughs> no, I did. We got paid $10,000 for the first episode season. Wow. Yeah, because it was the, a pilot. Oh, okay. It was a pilot, and then it took off, and then, you know. The rest then, is history. The rest is history. And yeah. so, who did you know going in besides Jill? Anyone? I knew Ramona because Jill had brought her over to play tennis or whatever. I or from somebody else actually. I knew her socially. I would see her at parties. Okay. Um, Sonia, I've known. And you years. brought Sonia in. I brought Sonia kind of in. Me and Ramona. Okay. Um, did you know Kelly? Ben I knew Dorinda. Oh, you did. I knew Kelly Ben Simone. I knew them all really. Are you friends with Kelly now? Yeah. Do you think that Kelly is mentally ill? No. <laughs> Kelly, they drove to a nervous breakdown. Is what she had. She really had, I mean, that we whole thing it. was, we, you saw it. Right. So, you know, I told Kelly, don't go on that trip because without me and Jill, right, you got she no had backup. no backup. So I was like, you can't go in without your, your pistols loaded. Scary and, Island is <clears throat> so epic. Boy, am I glad I missed that trip. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't Jill crash that trip? Is that the same one yes, she showed up at? Yes, yes. That was amazing. Know, God, right? those were good seasons. Yeah. Um, someone, Ciara Lewis says, can you please bring your show to London? We've been to London. The Cabaret Show? Oh, the Cabaret Show. Oh, yeah, show. the Lou Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Countess and Friends. I would love to bring it to London. Hook you me up. You would kill it there. Is Victoria still exhibiting her artwork yearly at Art Basel? No. She, uh, actually, this year she had a piece at Art Basel. I'm, I'm wrong. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, she had a piece this now, year Now, is she working as an artist now? Is that She works thing? as an artist. She does private commissions, and she works for Nicole Miller, the designer. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was what's your impression of James Kennedy? You were just talking. I about liked him. him. Yeah, I liked him. I think he's a smart kid. Okay. Um, it's not about Tom. It's about Tom. <laughs> what's the secret <laughs> recipe for Exile Francais? Oh my God, Exile Francais is very simple. Okay. You okay. Scramble the eggs. You put them in a saucepan with yeah. butter in it. Okay. Oh yeah. But very the pan warm, not hot, never hot, and never you want to cook them very slowly and keep stirring them. And they come out like mashed potatoes. They're so good. Oh, my God. And then you could put on the top. And, you know, I like eggs soft. So you make them soft scrambled. And they're like, and you could put like a drop of water in it. Makes it frothy and creamy. Do you put any tarragon? That's very French, isn't it? No, but you could. You could, you could put anything you want in it. You could put. Right. Uh, and then you put, you could put truffle oil on top. Oh, my God. If I come back to your house in the Hamptons, you're making me. Oh, yeah. Francis. With truffle oil. Oh, Forget so about good. it, baby. So good. Oh, this is a good one. If you could go back, this is from Heather Page. If you could go back in time to your 20s, what would you tell yourself and what would you do differently? Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Um, and don't worry because it's a waste of time. It is a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And, I'm still uh, telling myself that. Right? Yeah. (laughs) You can't change what's going to happen. You really can't. You can't. Just change your attitude about it. That's all. You're right. Do you have a new single? uh, James Glash asked, do you have a new single in the works? Yes. I'm working with uh, Jake Shears is on my, in my cabaret show uh, in New York. 
and from the Scissor Sisters, and oh. he did my show, and he wants to do my new dance single with me. Oh, fun. What's it about? Is it a follow-up It's about question. if you fall, make it part of the dance. <laughs> that's perfect. I think that's your next year's falling tagline. Falling in love, falling in the yes. bushes. <gasps> I do a lot of fa- That's a next, next season's tagline. Right. That's so good. Is no, uh, Rich Murphy wants to know, is Noel still breakdancing? <laughs> no, but he's skateboarding. So he's, he's a, a big skateboarder. He loves being active, mm-hmm. though. Oh, I remember your house, you had a ramp. Yes. Nice. I had to get rid of it, of course. The neighbors were furious. Oh, that's funny. It was so noisy. Is that the weirdest part about your fame is that, like, A-list celebrities want to meet you? I know. It's <laughs> insane. That always blows my mind. Because, like I told you, I don't consider myself a celebrity. Yeah. I really just, you know... Um, but there's nowhere safe for you anymore. Like, you can't go in airports and stuff. Like, true. you're right. I mean, you can call yeah. it what you want, but, yeah. you know, you may yeah. not be acting in, like, you know, right. blockbusters. Well, I'm doing a Broadway thing now, you know? As I say, you have a whole other... So let's talk yeah. about Lose Cabaret. Well, I've done Law & Order. I've done, you know, And you various, did Difficult People. I did Difficult People on Hulu. So I do some acting. Yeah. I love Julie Klausner. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah. Is it something that you want to do more of? The acting um, stuff? You know, I really found my calling with the cabaret thing. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't say no to an acting gig, but just for fun, you know, to do cameos and things like that. So um, is the ca- I've also been on Royal Pains and did cameos oh, myself. Did? Yeah. Oh, good. I know Mark Forstein. Yeah. So is the when you say that you have hit, you found your calling with cabaret, is it mm. because you feel the most yourself? I do. You know, for me, I love to tell jokes. Anybody that knows me knows I love to tell jokes. Yeah. I love to sing for my friends. And I love to host people. So for me, cabaret is all of those things combined. So it's the perfect venue for me. Yeah. Ooh. It's really perfect. For I, me. Lo- I love it. I'm so happy for you. that. It- and you know, I'm not, I'm not the greatest singer in the world, but it's not about that. It's about really me hosting my friends and you being, you know, in my living room is what you are. Cause right. I tell you stories. I tell jokes. I, you know, sing the songs that I like. Um, and, um, and you just feel like you're in my home. Well, you're in your element. It was funny when I, when I, the last podcast I did with Kyle Richards, we were actually having interesting conversation about extrovert versus introvert. And she's actually an introvert who like poses an extrovert, but you're a true extrovert. I'm a true extrovert. Because you love feeding off of the other people's energy. Uh huh. So like what a perfect venue for you. Well, you know, I think growing up with six brothers and sisters, it (laughs) was always like you had to fight for attention. So I think that's where it comes from. Where did you fall in the birth order? I was six of seven. So oh, really? I was the baby second to last. So And what was the breakdown of brothers, sisters? Well, my oldest brother is now almost 65. So okay. when I was eight, they were 20. Now, did they yeah. all think you would end up kind of the Lou that you are? No, I was a nurse. I was going to say they thought you were going to be the Connecticut nurse. Connecticut nurse. You know, That's I, so you know, I got scouted to be a model in New York and it just changed my life, of course. And I, you know, at 23, I'd never been to New York and I grew up in Connecticut. <laughs> That's hilarious. I swear to God, we would drive through the projects, like dr- driving somewhere with my mother in the car, yeah. <laughs> going on vacations. And she would go, and my mother's French Canadian. You see there, all those people there, they live one on top of the other. You're such a lucky girl. I want you to know, understand that, you know, they're, uh, that's, that's my mother's French funny. accent. funny. Oh my yeah, God. she's very funny. She's 89 now. God bless. Yeah. She's Where, does she still live in Connecticut? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. What does she make of the whole thing with you? Oh, she loves it. Yeah. She loves it. And do you bring her my to mother, stuff? I think my mother would have wanted to be. So you're kind of realizing yeah. her, her dreams. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. Mm. Okay. So. Um, well, no, we kind of answered that. Uh, we don't want to talk about the pirate, do we? <laughs> no, that's old. That's a, hashtag old news. Old news. Um, okay. Are your, are statement necklaces making a comeback? Well, you know, it's funny because I'm talking to a jewelry company now. I'm going to create a line, uh, a countess collection of, um, like cabaret 
fabulous, bling, fun stuff, you know. So statement necklaces are here to stay. Are you still doing, you still have the Countess collection, the clothes? I don't. I'm not doing the apparel. And um, I had a bedding collection. Oh, you Um, did? Yeah. But when I got arrested, that went away. Oh, really? They pulled it? Yeah. So there were real consequences. Oh, for sure. For sure. That sucks. But they called me back because now I'm a rising star again. The co- America loves a comeback. Well, you know, they didn't understand, you know, uh, really what happened, I guess. And, you know, I, I can understand. I mean, and most people, if they get arrested, they would be fired. If I worked for NBC and not for Bravo, I'd be fired. But don't you, t- isn't technically you do work for NBC? Yes, I do. But I work on a reality show. Oh, like I see the what you're So they right. embrace this kind of drama. Right. If you're working on Blind Spot. Or, if, yeah. If I'm hosting yeah. the morning news show, I am out. <laughs> right. Bravo's like, thank God we have a storyline right. for next season. Do you think I went into the season going, oh, I think I'll just get arrested? Honestly, you fall into your storylines. Oh my. So, you know, I had dinner with Erica Jane when I was here a couple weeks ago. You did. And, yeah, I did. And Erica Jane goes, oh, Luann, I felt so bad for you. And then I, and then I said, that bitch stole the season. <laughs> And again, totally. <laughs> See, that that is, bitch stole the season oh, once that's again. Funny. So, what did you and not make, on purpose? Obviously, you know. just not to digress into Be- Beverly Hills. But what do you think of her this season? Because she got a lot of backlash. I interviewed her too, and she was like, "I don't care." She doesn't care. Yeah. No, she I tr- I truly care. don't think she gives a shit. I think she's but the fans she got did her turn music, on her. and she has her husband, and she has her life, and. And if you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, I mean, she's killing it. Yeah. Like, outside of Housewives. Yeah, she's so doing I, great. I don't know if she needs... That's the thing. Like, I always wonder if you... You know, the Catch-22. Like, Because you were a friend one se- one or two seasons when you went yeah. to be a friend. Yeah. And then did that... Did you feel a, a like... A friend who was on every episode. I was going to say, I think every they, episode. they fully realized that yeah. they made a mistake on yeah. that one. Was that Jacques? That was Jacques' time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I was just wanted to take a step back. And, yeah. And so did that affect, like... In terms of didn't affect anything. Nothing. I was in every episode. Got it. So it was just a joke. Yeah. Who was the worst housewife ever on New York? Oh, I can't tell you that. Otherwise, Cindy Barshop. I'll just to, say I'd it. have to shoot you. <laughs> Lou was saying, "Be quiet. Don't say that." She totally disagrees with me and mm-hmm. thinks I'm crazy. She says it's Aviva. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Aviva was actually good for the she show. She was a good for the yeah. show. But you know what? Here's the thing about Aviva. I don't know if you agree with me. She was good. She definitely created drama, which we love. Mm-hmm. But the leg throwing was she jumped the shark because it was transparent, because it was clear she had plotted it. Right. And the reason why you're an amazing housewife and Bethany and Ramona, mm. the ones who really have the staying power, mm. even Dorinda, honestly, you fought like you, you fall literally. What is it? You fall into everything. Yeah. Literally. I mean, you, if you had planned the bushes fall. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean. I, you know, you see me, I'm a happy, I was a happy drunk. Oh okay? my God. Lou. I fell into those bushes. Crying. I was like so happy. Oh my uh, God. My leg was up. I was like, oh yeah, baby. This is so great. The right. be- but that episode, <laughs> it, okay. First of all, when I say real tears, I yeah. made my husband watch it. I made my daughter watch it. <laughs> but the best part of that, other than you falling, yeah. was Ramona. <laughs> Ramona goes in as if it's completely normal. She goes, well, I told you, you missed Lu- you miss Luann falling in the bushes. <laughs> second time I know I know right and it's so funny because I don't I see that it. there's a drop and I just thank god I was drunk because if <laughs> I, hurt I would have hurt myself but you didn't even hurt yourself I no. didn't hurt myself Amazing. not even a bruise that's insane <laughs> not even a bruise when you go on those trips do you feel like what is your mindset before you like okay I'm gonna have to bring it because shit always goes down on the trips like what do you you know what I start off the season I never know what's gonna you know the only thing I had planned this season for me was doing my cabaret show and that right that was from the very beginning it's not like I went to jail and I thought oh shit I better come up with a cabaret show now yeah I started talking about the cabaret from the very beginning of the season which is great 
so people see that it wasn't just something I invented to right. to draw attention away from what happened to me. Right, but, right. Um, no, the cabaret was, you know, so so that's what I started with, and you know, and then it just life just happens, you know. Um, life just. Of happens. course, you know, the big storyline was divorcing Tom, and you know, moving on with my life, and. Um, for finding an apartment again and, you right. know, living on my own. And, and what about dating? Are we going to see dating? Dating, I'm not. You know, I said to Victoria the other day, I haven't kissed a guy in like seven, eight months. What? No. I'm not buying it. It's true. Lou. There's nobody. I Have you, you kissed know, a girl? I can, I can, no. <laughs> and you liked not it? Not even a girl. <laughs> nobody. Um, not even a girl. Well, what? What happened uh, to our Lou? You got to get the, you gotta I, get you know the mojo what? back. It's just, yeah. I just, my mojo just has <laughs> been on vacay. You're putting it into the cabaret. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm putting it in the cabaret. That's really, you know, I put all of my energy into that and I love it. So, But I feel like you could get married again. With me, you never know. Right. I feel like you could. You I could, could fall in love. They and get say three again. times the charm, right? What happened to Jacques? No, I feel like you guys have Jacques, great Jacques, I love Jacques. He is my friend for life. And, you know, when we split up, we agreed that we would last longer as friends than we would as lovers. So, Is it as, because the sexual chemistry wasn't there? No, the sexual chemistry was always there. Jacques <laughs> is the best lover I've ever had. What? That's the yeah. headline, Lou. We oh just got God. our headline. Jacques oh, is the, the best. best. Oh really? Because that French. Oh, the French. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Wait, so what was the problem? Well, you know, I we had different lifestyles, really. I mean, I wanted to be in the Hamptons a lot. He didn't really want to go. He had a business in the city with a lot of employees, and he had to be there all the time. And it was just, you know, he didn't... It, it just we just grew apart in that okay. way. We so you actually had more in common day to day with Tom, ironically, than totally. Jacques. Like you like to do all the same things. All the same things. So interesting. I, you know, I Tom has a very a lot of very good qualities, you right. know, which you didn't get to see, <laughs> right. which are being married. He's very charming. <laughs> yeah. He's he's smart. He's he's um, a great lover too. He's um, but not the best. Lover. Successful. <laughs> well, he's, he's number two. You are the, he was he knocked your socks I, off. I've really been very yeah. lucky. In was the count was the count a lovers. good lover? The count was a great lover too. Wow, you're three for three. Three for three. And Tomas, no, I, and Tomas. <laughs> I never had sex with that guy. I believe <laughs> you. Saw you did. I, be, I believe did, you told me that at your house, of and course. I believe you. Of course, good for her. But I did wish you make after all the shit I went through? I you wish I should have fucked the pirate. Oh. Did you make out with him? Maybe. Not really. Not really. I didn't really like him. He was a little too dirty for me. He had that Johnny Depp thing going on. Yeah, he was dirty. Certainly <laughs> dirty. But pirate. I liked partying with him and talking to him. And, you know, we knew a lot of people in common. You know, he's European. We spoke French. Yeah. Great. Right. right. But Sonia copped to it that she she admitted. Totally. That she, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. She, she, did, she, she always did. Tomorrow, did. <laughs> right. right. Nobody believed that I didn't do right. Tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. I don't care what people believe. I believe you, Lou. I know you do. Okay. Let's just talk about Tinsley for a moment. How do you? I don't. How do you interact with Tinsley? I feel like I don't know. She's fine. She's, you know, she's a girl who likes to shop and she's cute and she likes to go party and she's, you know, I think she makes a nice addition to the show. I think she's good eye candy. She's cute. She went at you she a little knows bit. A, she went at me a little bit um, because through Carol. 
Yeah. That came straight from Carol. I was wondering where that. Because Tinsley's not nasty. Yeah, she didn't seem confrontational. It was very out of character. And you went right back at her. Oh, totally. You're like, listen, little girl. Yeah, listen, little one. (laughs) Don't get she. Here's my thing. I said this to Amy. Careful. I was on Amy Phillips' show last week and we were doing the recap. And I said, here's the thing about Tinsley. And Mm. she's sweet. I do like her. Mm. But the neediness. Mm -hmm. It's She's a cute girl. Like, there's no reason. And, you know, I said, look, Scott's not George Clooney. Let's, Let's be honest. Okay, you know, yeah. he's the coupon guy from right, Chicago. Exactly. Seems very nice. Yeah, but nice like, guy. I mean, is he the catch that you're going to lower yourself to, to, you know, a little girl to try to get back? Right. It makes me sad. I know. Well, she. Um, is it low self-esteem? She's the kind of girl that really needs a man, you know. Clearly. Right. So she found uh, she found Scott. What do you think of Scott? I don't know him that well to give you a, an honest <laughs> opinion. I just I met him once or twice and he, he seems very nice. You know, nice guy, nice guy. So okay. I'm happy for her. But but it does seem like low self esteem. Well, I you know you know maybe to you maybe you know, I know that's judging. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, my love. So no no, and I'm not saying sorry. But I don't okay to clarify. I don't want right. to say because she's going for Scott low self esteem. He seems fine. I'm right. you know he's nice looking enough. Right. I don't mean that. I just mean. The way she's so desperate know, for him. I know. And it's like, I think she could, you know, she's got some yeah. stuff going on. She yeah. could meet other people. He's yeah, not I the think last she man really on wants earth. to have a child too. So you know how that is. How that, old is she? That age, you know, they get the she's pressure. She's ticking. She's the, the clock yeah, is she's ticking. 40 or what? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought she was mid 30s. Let's look it up. We're going to look it up. Yeah, All right. I think she's more like early 40. Okay. I didn't realize this. Yeah. Um, or maybe she's late thirties. I don't know. Now I have a question about speaking of boyfriends. While I Google Tinsley's age, um, <laughs> what if I feel everyone's d- d- um, saying this is not right? But I feel like when you asked Bethany about mm. how did you meet Dennis, you knew exactly what you were talking about. No, you know what? I know because I don't know how they met through him. She's you know, forty-one. It, Tinsley's forty-one. Forty-one. You're right. I was okay, right. I get it. So, so, um, Bethany. Sorry, I, Dennis. Yeah. So I. Honestly, wanted to hear from him because the story is always different from a man than it is from a woman on how you meet right, a girl. Right, right, right. So I wanted to know from him his side of it. So, but right. So that's my point, though, is that you still remembered because I some did people, remember, right. but I, but I put, you know me, I'm like I'm so <laughs> forward thinking. I don't even think about yesterday. Right. So I, I really didn't. I forgot about it. I didn't even okay, think so about you it. Did forget. So it was very innocent. Right. You know what I mean. So I wasn't sure. And then I realized it was like, oh yeah, yeah. right. Because sure. you had that look. Once yeah, you like, kind of. Oh, 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 that's the same guy. Right. Exactly. So do we still have? Do we know this actual story? Of of I no, mean, not really. Okay. I I can't even remember what he said now. I was just so into my. Exp- I don't know that he ever said. I don't think he ever anything. did. I mean, the story in the tabloids is that she like they knew each other through her friend, and that like that's oh that's right of course yeah, of course right and that, through, that, well yeah that that they were friends right and or, she's friends with the wife etc right so. so where did they are they still together I don't know do you like him yes I do yeah you think he's good for her I think he's very good. She's tough. Like, no, no, you know, did the Jason stuff surprise you after they screwed? Like, did you, did you see him for no, a psycho? I, I don't, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Didn't surprise you. No. Oh, that's interesting. Cause on the show and well, on their I mean, spinoff. I mean, honestly, what was the guy doing before he met Bethany? I mean. Nothing. Oh, right? yeah, nothing. I mean, so it doesn't surprise me they tried to get money from her. Right. But the way he went, I mean, I know, he really terrible. went crazy. 
terrible. So, but you're saying that part didn't surprise me. But did you think he was a lunatic when they met? No, right? Like no, he seemed I, like a, yeah. basically normal dude. Right, right. He seemed like kind of a normal guy. But then you know. Anyway, I don't really want to talk too much about right. <laughs> other people's relationships because you know, <laughs> who cares? Who, it's well, a, not who cares. It's just you know, you never know what goes on behind. You don't, doors, you and know. especially with that one. Right. All right, Lou. You have anything else to add? Uh, no, I'm just thrilled to be done with season 10 and <laughs> is it 10 doing my yes yeah, or 10 year anniversary Holy baby mama Leone. can you imagine no and thrilled that the show that countess and friends is doing so well and that i'm doing a dance single with jake shears and i got a lot of great things going on so my children are well and you know and i'm happy again yeah i'm back to lou you are do you feel like this is the best part of your life right now this is right now i'm living my dream I'm so excited. Yeah. You look like you're living your dreams. So happy. <laughs> You've never looked better. Thank you, baby. You're on fire. <laughs> Next time you're in town, we'll come see the show. Oh, you have to. I have to. It's I just, sold out, but you have to tell me. I, I'll, I'll tell I always you find a seat for you. I'm going to have to come because yeah. Amy said it blew, blew her mind. Oh, great. Yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah, she had fun. She was fantastic. She, she, came, she, she came does as, the best you. She does came she not, as me. She came as you with the, with the yeah. jumpsuit. Doesn't yeah. she do the best it's you? amazing. I gave her a necklace. I gave her a statement necklace. I love it. Well, thank you, darling. Always good to see you. You too. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Lisa. 